Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Thank you, Lord. Welcome into God's presence today. And join me in welcoming our online audience as, our, as well as our television audience. And if you are in the Colorado Springs area, this is the place to be Sunday morning. Amen. God is here. Lives are being changed. And your life will be changed as well in the mighty name of Jesus. A warm welcome awaits you. We are a blessed group of people. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we are glad to be a part of the body of Christ. Amen. The body of Christ is all over the world, and we are glad to be a part of that. Amen. Your life uh, must make a difference, and I pray in the name of Jesus that your life will make a difference. You won't just come into the earth and pass through. You will come into the earth, and by the time you are done, the world will know that you also came. Amen. Amen. We are not just here to occupy space. <laughs> no, 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 no. We are here on a mission. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And your life will make a difference. Your life will make a difference. Your life will make a difference. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I trust everybody is doing well in this new year. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Amen. I'm happy because of Jesus. And I'm happy also because of what I see, uh, what God is going to do this year, amen, through us and through the body of Christ as a whole. The, the greatest thing you can have is to have Jesus in your life and to have a quality walk with the Lord Jesus. And that's my prayer for each and every one of us, that this year our walk with the Lord will be closer than ever before. And this year, God will take our lives and use it for his glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. How, how, who is excited about this year? Amen. <laughs> Paul was telling me that for some people, because of all the difficulties of the last several years, it just feels like this year is just another year. But for you, this year is just not just another year. I said, for you, this year is not just another year. For you, this year is not just another year. This is our year to possess our inheritance. And that's our theme for the year. And we'll be discovering that all throughout the year. And you will enter all that God has planned and purposed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So in this season, we have been talking about laying a foundation for success. And this morning, we'll look at it from another angle. You, you see, uh, turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 4. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. He says, the spirit of the lord is upon me this is jesus speaking because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, 
in this in this account verse 16 says so he when he came to nazareth when he had been brought up and as his custom was he went into the synagogue on the sabbath day and stood up to read so he he went into the into the synagogue as his custom was that's not this is not my main message but you see jesus christ if he was if he was here he will go to church he says as his custom was that means he went to the synagogue as anointed as Jesus was, as his custom was, he went into the, into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Very important. Why? Because he knows the importance of, importance of fellowshipping with others. Make that a part of your life this year. It's in, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. See, sometimes the Spirit of God will lead, will lead, will lead and it will help some, somebody. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35, he says that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. You have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Then later on, he talks about the fact that do not neglect the assembling of yourself together as is the manner of some people to neglect the assembling of ourselves together. So Jesus Christ went into the synagogue. Hebrews chapter 10, 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exalting one another so much as you see the day approaching. He went into the synagogue as his custom was. But this day, when he went, it was different. He had been in the wilderness fasting and praying. And when he returned, he returned in the power of the Spirit. And then he opened the scriptures. All they had was the Old Testament. And he read this verse that we've just talked about from from i mean you see you see that verse in the old testament in in isaiah chapter 61 so jesus found himself in the book and your life really doesn't start till you find yourself in the book And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, this morning as the word of God goes forth, all throughout this year, as we study the word of God, as you read the word of God, may God give you a revelation of who he's made you to be. But you see, he says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For what purpose? He has anointed me to do what? To preach the gospel to the poor. He discovered the reason why he had come from the book. The Holy Spirit was the one that had, that had been that he had, he, on the day of creation when God was creating the earth as we have it now. He was there hovering over, over, over the face of the water. And when God spoke, God the Father, the Spirit of God created. And Jesus, he had been in the earth for about 30 years, about this time. And there had not been any recorded miracle up to that point. 
Actually, the first miracle he did was the one that is re recorded in John chapter 2. So if Jesus, at the very onset of his ministry, needed to be anointed with the Holy Spirit, how much more you and I? For him to fulfill the purpose for which he came, he had to be anointed by the Spirit of God. You and I cannot fulfill the purpose for which God created us without the Spirit of God and without his anointing. Very important. On the day of Pentecost, when Jesus Christ, after Jesus Christ left, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit came down as a mighty rushing wind and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. But they did not begin until the Holy Spirit came. Jesus said, don't get caught. Don't try to head out there without the Holy Spirit. Oh, how we need him more than ever before in our lives. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may God take your life at the onset of this year and may he begin to take your life and use it for his glory. He was anointed. He says so. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. To preach. To preach means to proclaim. The gospel. The good news. What is the good news? Huh. Adam and, Eve, Adam and Eve blew it in the beginning. Jesus Christ came to undo whatever came, whatever was the result of the fall. So notice he says, preach the gospel to the poor. Poor man, what's the gospel to the poor person? To keep him poor? No, 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 no. That's no good news to him. He's, he's in a very bad condition. Poor man, you don't have to be poor anymore. I'm here. Amen. That's good news to the poor. <laughs> come to Jesus he will lift you up from your condition whatever state you are in Jesus will take your life and transform it for his glory poor man I'm here that's good news <laughs> he has sent me to heal the broken hearted broken hearted stay the, stay the same no that's no good news to the broken hearted no, no, no. To heal the brokenhearted. To preach, heal the brokenhearted. Is there any area of your life that is broken? Jesus is saying, I came to heal that area of your life. Is there any area of your life that doesn't conform to the will of God? Jesus says he's anointed to heal the brokenhearted. I pray in the name of Jesus, may God heal you of any brokenness in your life. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. To proclaim liberty to the captive, to the one who is in captivity to the enemy. If you are in captivity to any form of addiction, Jesus Christ proclaims that he is come to proclaim liberty to you. And then, recovery of sight to the blind. The blind person stay blind. No, 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 no. That's not good news to the blind. <laughs> I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. You see, spiritual blindness is even worse than physical blindness. I pray in the name of Jesus. Any area of your life, no wonder the Apostle Paul prayed for the Ephesians that the eyes of their understanding will be open. In Ephesians chapter 1, I pray any area of your life where you need understanding, may the eyes of your eyes, your understanding be open. In the name of of the Lord Jesus. And then he says to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of God. This is the message that he sent, gave to us. And the good news is <laughs> that same anointing is on us in various forms. That same anointing is on us. Now let's go a step further. Now you see, you can be anointed to do different, different things. different things. Now, in the, Old, in the Old Testament, for instance, there's an anointing for skill. Exodus, notice Exodus chapter 31. Jesus. Exodus chapter 31, verse 2. During the time that they were building the tabernacle, God told Moses, saying, see, see, we can almost spend a, a long time on that, just that word, see. See. We talked about that a little bit the first Sunday. You can catch up on that. I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Ha, the, the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship, to design artistic works, to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting jewels or setting in carving wood and to work in all manner of workmanship. And indeed, I have appointed with him Aholiab, the son of Ahisamach of the tribe of Dan, and I have put wisdom in the heart of all the gifted artisans that they may make all that I have commanded you. I have filled him with the spirit in wisdom and understanding and to design. Some people come with it naturally, but here, no, he's talking, the tabernacle, he says, I've anointed him, I've filled him with the spirit for this purpose. I know of doctors, some, some brain surgeon, surgeons, a brain surgeon, is actually anointed by the spirit of God. They pray before they head to the operating room. And they will tell you that sometimes as we as he is as, as he as you tell you as he is there, the spirit of God is guiding him on what to do. But here he was anointed to build. I pray in the name of Jesus, even this morning, as you are anointed, may you step into what God has planned and purpose for your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Anointed for skill. And also in the Old Testament, sometimes they anointed um, vessels, different things that were used in the service of the house of God. For instance, we see that in Exodus chapter 30. Exodus chapter 30. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Exodus chapter 30, verse 26. He says that the table, 
It says, with it you shall anoint the tabernacle of meeting and the ark of the testimony, the table and all its utensils, the lampstand and its utensils, and the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, and the liver and its base. You shall consecrate them that they may, must be, they, they may be most holy. Whatever touches them must be holy. So you see the table, the lampstand, the utensils being anointed and consecrated for the service of the Lord. So different things can be anointed. Sometimes you can anoint your house. Sometimes uh, we anoint cars, homes. Set them apart for the Lord. Anoint children as they come. You see, in the Old Testament, no king, no prophet, no priest entered into what God had for them without being anointed. So in the same Acts, in this in the same Exodus chapter thirty, you will notice verse thirty says, "You sh and you shall anoint Aaron and his sons, and consecrate them that they may minister to me as priests. Anoint them so they can serve as priests." And in the New Testament, he calls us kings and priests. So anointed for skill. And then, two, we see, we just, just read in this other verses, two, the anointing destroys the yoke. The anointing destroys the yoke. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 10, 27. He says, notice this. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken from away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil or the anointing. The oxen had a yoke on them. But the yoke sometimes... The yoke can be sickness. Sometimes the yoke can be an addiction. Sometimes the yoke can be torment on your mind. It can be different things. But in the name of the Lord Jesus, he says the anointing destroys the yoke. The anointing destroys the yoke. Sickness is a yoke. An addiction is a yoke. So Paul was telling earlier how somebody was delivered from a cigarette addiction for all, all the whole, their whole life. They had been addicted to it. But as they were anointed, the power of God came on them and that yoke was destroyed. Amen. Notice Jesus being described in Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Thank you Lord Jesus. He says, how God he anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing. All who were oppressed by the devil... For God was with him. That's what he was talking about in Luke chapter 4 where we read. So 
directly or indirectly, all the people that Jesus Christ healed, he sees that they were oppressed by the devil. So that should help us settle it. God or Jesus is the deliverer. Then who is the oppressor? The devil is the oppressor. See, sometimes we don't get it mixed up. Good comes from God. If it's bad, it doesn't come from him. Someone said, oh, uh, God put sickness on me. Dear Lord, where is he going to get it from? There's none, none in heaven. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> There's none out there. No, no. I sense in my spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus, every yoke of sickness on your life, every yoke that you are yoked up with that is not of God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, this morning it will be destroyed in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. And then you see, We're talking about entering our inheritance. Three, to enter our inheritance. To enter our inheritance. All that God has planned and purposed for us. And for us to be able to do the impossible. Notice First Samuel chapter 10. Thank you, Lord. First Samuel chapter 10. Glory be to the name of the Lord. First Samuel chapter 10. Verse 1, Saul had, had been called to be king. But notice, he says, Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? When you have departed from me today, you will find two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah, and they will say to you, The donkeys which you went to look for have been found. And now your father has ceased caring about the donkeys and is worrying about you saying, what shall I do about my son? I pray in the name of Jesus by the anointing this morning, anything that you have lost, may it be restored. Anything that, is, that, that, that you have lost, may it be restored. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, anything that you have lost, may it be restored. In Jesus' mighty name. It says, commander over his inheritance. He talks about the fact that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. There's an inheritance reserved for us in heaven. There's an inheritance. He's blessed us with all spiritual blessing there is in the heavenly places. Ephesians 1.3. But as we are anointed, we enter into our inheritance. And then he, says, he, he, he continues to say, Verse 3 says, then you shall go on forward from there. Just from today, you are going forward. This year, you will make forward progress in your life. This year, you will make forward progress in your walk with the Lord. And as you go forth, notice this. He says that, and come to the terrible tree of, of Tabor. These three men going up to God at better will meet you. One carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hand. 
And then he says, then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you'll prophesy with him and be turned into another man. He was walking as an ordinary person in Israel. Ah, but he says from that day in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the spirit of God was going to come upon him and he will be turned into another man. In the mighty name of Jesus, maybe you have a past that you are identified with. Maybe there is something in your past that you are identified with. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus God is saying to you this morning today is a new beginning for you as you are anointed you will be turned into another man when you leave this place in the mighty name of Jesus when you step out into your week into that workplace people will begin to notice a difference about you you will not be the same person again in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus the anointing changes you ah, into another person into the plan and the purpose of God for your life into that which God has ordained you will be turned into another person you will not be the same again oh my Lord and my God in the name of Jesus you will experience the favor of God people met him with with with, with goods the anointing makes the difference Somebody say the anointing makes the difference. You will enter your inheritance. Sometimes the anointing is referred to, like for instance, in 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 46. It says, Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, and he gathered up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Of Israel. Ahab was on a chariot. But this person, when the hand of God or the anointing came on him, he outran the person on chariot on, 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 on a chariot. He did the impossible. This year, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, by the anointing of the Spirit of God, that which you have not been able to accomplish in several years, in the name of Jesus, you will begin to accomplish. You will begin to do the impossible by the anointing. He outrun the chariot of Ahab. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh my Lord. The, which one are we on? Number, num, number four. Or five. Which number are you on? You are on four. Okay, I wanted to see if you are still here. <laughs> oh my God. It's good to be in the house of God. <laughs> Enjoy God's presence. <laughs> it's a channel for the power of God. That's the fourth one. Notice. Notice this. Thank you, Lord. First Samuel chapter 16. Talking about David. First Samuel chapter 16. Verse 13. He says, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. He anointed him with oil. The spirit of God came. It's not just a natural substance at that point. 
we, 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 we looked at Exodus chapter 30. He talks about the fact that this, this, the way this oil is made is not an ordinary oil. It shall be throughout all your generations. They are not, he anointed him with oil. The spirit of God came upon him. And from then on, we see him chapter 16, anointed in front of his household. By chapter 17 of 1 Samuel, he's facing Goliath without, without fear. And next thing you know, he's in the palace of the king. You will go forward in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will go forward in the name of the Lord Jesus. It's a medium for the, for the power of God. They anointed him with oil, the spirit of God came upon him when jesus sent his disciples notice in mark chapter 6 mark chapter 6 mark these verses don't let them get away from you verse 7 he says and he called the 12 to himself and began to send them out two by two and give them power over unclean spirits notice this is power if you notice verse 12 so they went out and preached that people should repent. And they cast out demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. He didn't talk about oil when he sent them out. It just says power. Do you see that? <laughs> uh, if, you know, you know Th Thomas. He was the one that said, unless I see, I won't believe. If he was around here, he said, Jesus, you said you give, where's the power? He gave them power. They went out and anointed with oil. <laughs> There's a transfer there. David was anointed with oil. The power, the spirit of God came upon him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of. One time we were pray, I was we were praying for a certain lady. She had a, a, a back problem, and sometimes the, the power of God is is, is tangible. <laughs> so this doesn't happen all the time, but it happens sometimes. I felt power jump out of me into the into the lady, and she said, "I'm healed. I'm healed. My back is straight. My back is healed." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus, to the glory of God. Power. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I pray in Jesus' name. You'll be empowered this morning in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And then five. You see, sometimes we are anointed to worship. Anointed to worship. The devil, before he fell, in the book of Ezekiel, chapter, chapter 28, where he talks about the fact that he was the anointed cherub. He was anointed to lead worship in heaven. You see, that's why sometimes music is so perverted sometimes. It belongs to the church. It belongs to God and his people. And that's, how, that's why you also have to be very careful. You see, you see for instance, after David was, was anointed, we see him, notice this, follow, follow closely, First Samuel chapter 16. I'm taking my time because this, this is very important. We see him that when an evil spirit was tormenting Saul's life, Saul knew this. 
he called for David. He says, let our master now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is a skillful player. And it will be that it shall be that he will play with his hand when the distressing spirit of God is upon you and you shall be well. So an evil spirit is tormenting Saul and he calls for a skillful person. David, did you call for David? And as he's playing, the evil spirit leaves. So this is a very important point. If, if anointed music can cause evil spirits to leave, or if someone is playing under the anointing, and evil spirits can leave, then the vice versa is also true. If you listen to music that, is, that, are, that, that people are anointed not by the spirit of God, then you are attracting the evil spirits. <laughs> this is an area to be very cautious. As he played one time, uh, Elijah said, call me the minstrel. As the minstrel played, the hand of God came upon him and then he began to prophesy. We are anointed to worship. He calls David the sweet psalmist, the one anointed of the Lord. Second Samuel chapter 23. Now these are the last words of David. That says David, the son of Jesse. That says the man raised up on high, the anointed of God of Jacob and the sweet psalmist of Israel. See, so he's playing under the anointing. Sometimes as we begin to worship, you sense the presence of God. You see. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then, six, we are anointed to serve. We are anointed to serve. We are anointed to serve. Jesus said in Luke chapter 22, Luke 22 verse 26 he says but not so among you verse 25 says and he said to him the kings of the gentiles exercise lordship over them and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors but not so among you on the contrary he who is greatest among you let him be as the younger and he who governs as he who who says for he who is greater, he who sits at the table, or he who serves, is it not he who sits at the table? Yet, yet, I am among you as the one who serves. So I don't need to serve. I am among you as the one who serves. Really, when you begin to make it your priority to serve God and to serve others, that's when you start living. Do you know that in Mother Teresa's time, there were so many people around? But why do we remember her? She decided to serve the people. <laughs> David was anointed, but God calls him David, my servant. 
Oh, I pray, make it. Jesus said, I am among you as one who said. We are anointed as well. Make that your phrase. I am among you as one who says. I am among you as one who says. I am among you as one who says. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So many people are, were around. Oh, I pray that you will discover your purpose. And the reason why God brought you into the earth. Some names you just, when we mention them, Nelson Mandela. He just decided to serve his, the, the people of his generation. Notice what God says about David. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13. Verse 36. Talking about David. He was anointed. We just read that he was anointed a sweet psalmist. He says, for David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, by the will of God, fell asleep, was buried with his fathers, and saw corruption. The, the phrase I want you to focus on is, he served his own generation by the will of God. He served his generation by the will of God. He was anointed, but he served his generation. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, you will serve your generation. 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 By the will of God. Everything that God has planned and purpose for your life, you will live to serve your generation. 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 You won't just come and pass through. In the name of Jesus, this year God will take your life and use it for his glory. This year your life will make an impact on somebody. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, you will serve your generation after the will of God. All that God placed in you. All that God planned and purpose. All that God put in you for your generation. You will not leave anything on the table. You will live to serve your generation after the will of God. David said, his generation after the will of God. After the will of God. After the will of God. You will serve your generation after the will of God. Oh my Lord and my God. And then finally, seven. It's a point of contact to release your faith. Sometimes to receive healing. You see a point of contact. You see that at different times. In the Bible, and I learned this from Dr. R. Robert. A point of contact, and you see that all throughout the Bible as well. You see, like for instance, the woman with the issue of blood. She set the date and the time for her to receive her miracle. She said, The moment that I touch, that's the moment I'm going to release my faith for my miracle. So sometimes, like for instance, we see in James, James chapter 5, verse 14, he says, Is anyone, sick among, anyone among you sick? 
Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So that's the point. When you are anointed with oil to release your faith. It's a point of contact to release your faith. What does it mean to release your faith? The faith is already on the inside of you. That's the moment that you say, I believe I receive. Lord, faith, rise up out of me. Go up to God. He writes and says, is anyone sick among you? Is that, is he, <laughs> thank you, Lord Jesus. Because he has made healing as a provision, he says healing is the children's bread, but really healing is also a, a form of advertisement for the gospel. So you wouldn't write to any church today and ask, is any sick among you? The fact that he's asking that question infers that really there shouldn't be any sick among you. <laughs> Somebody was asking me about a week ago that um, how long have you been doing this? And then this week somebody else asked me that, that, that same question. And then I said to him, um, and I started, I started, I started calculate, calculating, and then, um, <laughs> thank you Lord Jesus. A, lo a long time, by God's grace. Amen. But see, sometimes, I, and I'm standing here, and it's, and it's by God's grace. Some of the scriptures, I don't have it as I stand here. Or some of the words. As I'm speaking, then the words begin to, begin to come. Amen. Sometimes, as I'm speaking, and it's, it's the grace of God, the Spirit of God. He's anointed me to preach. Some of the scriptures will begin to come up. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. But he asks the question and says, is anyone sick among you? Actually, in, this, in the Greek, in the literary, he says that is anyone sick beyond helping themselves? Literally. Then let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. But also, I mean, sometimes people can't help themselves from a natural standpoint. And we, by God's grace, we are here to help. Let them call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil and the prayer of faith will save the sick, heal the sick. And if he has committed any sins, it shall be forgiven him. It's a point of contact to release your faith. In the name of Jesus, you saw how the disciples also went around and anointed people with oil. But back to that thought. Isaiah 33, 24. This is the one that is, is for somebody. I don't know who it's for, but it's for somebody. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you here or is you go home? Are you enjoying this? <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Isaiah 33, 24. Let's go back to that thought. That says, is anyone sick among you? He says that 
And the inhabitant will not say, I am sick. The people who dwell in it will be forgiven their iniquities. Do you know you can, this is one thing to get sick and to be healed. It's actually another thing to walk healthy and not be sick. Somebody say, if I don't get sick, how would I die? You don't need to get sick to die. <laughs> hey, kill Lord Jesus. It would be like one man of God. He, um, he, had, he had breakfast. I've noticed several people uh, that he had, he had breakfast. And then, uh, no, actually, before that happened, he said, 10 o'clock, next day, next day, I'm going home. And they thought because he was getting old, he was talking about, he, he, he was losing his mind, get higher dementia. <laughs> so he said, no, you are home. They told him, no, you are. He said, I'm going home, I'm going home tomorrow at 10 o'clock. <laughs> so they said, no, you are home. He said, no, no, you don't know. What I'm, I said, I'm going home tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Just before 10 o'clock, 10, 10 o'clock exactly, he says, there is Jesus, goodbye. And then he fell asleep. <laughs> Took off. You don't need to be sick to die. The inhabitants shall not say I'm sick. But if you need help, he says, call for the elders of the church. I pray this year, may you enjoy and walk in divine health. May health be yours. May strength be yours. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's a point of contact. Jesus, one, um, Peter, um, one time Jesus said, oh, I'm, I'm your minister. Let me wash your feet. Peter said, no, 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 you can't do that. This is reserved for the lowest person. Remember, he says, I'm among you as one who said. He's reserved for the lowest person. I'm not going to let you do that. No, 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 you cannot do that. Then Jesus told him that if I don't wash you, then you are not a part of me. And I like Peter. He says, in that case, don't wash my feet, wash my whole body. <laughs> Pour the whole thing on me. Wash every don't wash what's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord. You have started living to you, 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 you give your life to Jesus. I'm having the best time of my life. I'm just enjoying life serving Jesus and serving other people. Oh my Lord and my God. You will serve your generation after the will of God. You will serve your generation after the will of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Just lift up your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Just say, thank you, Jesus. Tell Jesus how much you love him. Tell Jesus how much you love him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Tell Jesus how much you love him. How God anointed Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's rise to our feet. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Give him the praise. Give him the glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. 
We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.